Ever After Hour podcast under the Falcons Plus Studios. My name is Z. I'm co-hosting with our lovely host. Lady Verdi. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am fantastic. Um, I apologize in advance to people. I have a little bit of cold, so I'm slightly congested, but we're gonna we're gonna bear through. It's okay, I only have half a brain cell left, so it's okay. We're, Excellent! We're Your half through. a brain cell, my half a brain cell, it makes one full brain cell, so we're good to go. Together we have a full brain cell, that's how this works, right? <laughs> Two girls, one brain cell, something like that. Something like that. Something There's something like else that. like that, but I don't think it goes that way. I mean, I've been having that showed up on TikTok with, like, the recent talk, um, talks about book bans. Like, oh, book bans are so bad for children. Meanwhile, it, when I was 10 years old, I learned about Blue Waffles and Two Girls, One Cup um, back in the classroom. Yeah, do yourself a favor. Do not Google either of those things. Just save yourself. No. Just save yourself. Do not. <laughs> so in do case, not. In case you haven't realized by now... This is a TVMA podcast. Um, we will be talking about adult themes. Um, so, fair warning in advance. We will also be talking about spoilers. Um, so, if you do not want to be spoiled, today's book is Dark Lover by J.R. Ward. Um, if you don't want to be spoiled, read it first, then come back and hang out because we're going to be talking about some stuff. I mean, we'll wait for you guys. We can wait a few minutes, seconds, whatever. It's a great book, it, it's an easy read. Is, is it an easy read? Okay. So this was my recommendation to you, Z. So I'll let you, like, what were your first impressions before we, like, get in? So I get to the introduction, and I'm just reading this, and my uh, my introduction was to this book, or my first impression was, oh, cool, Vampire Mafia. That's, uh, yeah. Well, okay. Is it, are they considered a mafia, though? They're warriors. They're, they're protecting the race. It seems very mafia-ish because you have, like, the heads meeting with, like, the godfather or the head of the Black Dagger Brotherhood. Um, for reference, for people who aren't reading the books but just want to hear us talk, thank you, by the way. Oh, yes, um, part. Um, the, the book centers around vampires and another society known as lessers which is a which aims to eradicate vampires from the world um but the black dagger brotherhood is basically the um top of the top vampires um and they are aiming to um protect the vampire race yes and we the book opens up to where we see the main protagonist's father going and asking for help from, like, the big old guy. He's the, the king. He's, he's yes. the king. Like, he's not, like, the head of the mafia. He's the king of vampires. Yes, because he's purebred and all of that other stuff, you know. You know. <laughs> all of that great stuff. Yeah, like, you know, just your regular average six foot seven, like, big muscly vampire dude. I guess it could be seen, though, as, like, kind of... Because it is, like, a very close-knit society. Because, like, I love the way that J.R. Ward created the world. In which, like, humans doing their thing. Vampires don't want... Don't prey on humans. They actually would prefer they just, like, left them... Like, 
leave us alone. Let us do our thing. You guys do your thing. It's not like this whole, they need to feed on humans to live. They actually need to feed on other vampires to live, which is fantastic. Um, but... Such a weird, like, <laughs> coming into, like, I appreciate it. Yeah, because I... it's, it's a new take. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's a new take, and it's... It brings theology into it because, like, the scribe virgin, who is the creator of vampires, like, she created this society because she wanted something, because she couldn't have children, so she wanted to create something. And I, it's very interesting to see how, like, a deity such as that kind of lords over them. Can we just all agree that freaking Omega is freaking terrifying? <laughs> Holy crap. Who is the scribe version's brother? And his sole purpose of creating the Lessening Society was because he didn't like that his sister um, had something that he didn't. So he created the Lessening Society, which is basically humans that sell their soul to him. And their only purpose in life is to kill all the vampires. Which is so... Uh, the Lessening... Like, does it go through what they have to do to become a lesser in the first book? Because they are kind of like mixing. Oh yeah, just um, this is we're only talking about the first book. There's an entire series of stuff, so we're not going to spoil the rest of the series. This is just the first book. Um, right. And I think they do go into a little bit. Because um, in in the beginning, you basically see and and Beth, who is the main female character of the story. Um, She is a reporter for the Caldwell Journal. um, And she's walking home at night and she basically gets attacked by this kid, Billy Riddle, who we find out is approached by the Lessening Society to be like one of their new recruits. Um, Mr. X, man. I hate (laughs) Mr. X. He was the true freaking villain. Like, J.R. Moore did a great job of, like, picturing some of the vampires as, like, kind of scary at first impressions, but as you get to know them, the, um, scariness kind of goes away. But Mr. X, holy! Well, yeah, like, he has no soul. Like, they're, they're just these beings created to, to destroy. And they, they recruit based on, like, how horrible of a human being you are. Um, but how skilled you are at martial arts. So, like, Mr. X um, kind of, like, has this, I think it's, a, a like, a martial arts academy, where I guess they, like, was where he's recruiting from, and Billy Riddle was one of his uh, his his students, because he keeps, I think he calls him sensei, like, yes. the entire book. But, yeah, Billy, upstanding guy. Real upstanding guy. Billy Riddle gave me um, Cobra Kai kind of vibes, like, from the first Karate Kid. Like, you know how the um, Cobra Kais were, like, very, oh, winning is everything. That's the kind of vibe that Billy Riddle gave me. Oh, yeah, totally. And because I think he was, um, I, I don't remember if they if they said it was a senator's son or just a politician's son. So, like, he's already got this entitled vibe to him. He got what he deserved at the end. Oh, he did. Oh, he did. Like, I was expecting Billy Riddle to be, like, a prominent character um, and just skipping around between <laughs> intro and ending. Because that's what we do here. We don't have a full brain cell. Or we do have <laughs> a full brain cell between two people. Uh, and I will admit, I have not read this book recently, but I've read it, like, six times. So I 
I, I've read the entire first, like, six books six times each, because this, this series is effing amazing. I could not put the book down. I'm just like, all right, all right, this is good, this is, I'm out of pages. And of course, Sarah J. Maas has me trained that, like, the f um, last 50 pages of a book are just going to be utterly heartbreaking. Was this one heartbreaking? It wasn't as heartbreaking as what it could have been, but, um, because the head, oh, whose name I am, like, completely forgetting right now, because I've been, like, reading and studying different things, so I'm <laughs> bad with people in I am bad with names in general. I can remember faces so clearly, but when it comes to names, it's just like, uh, <laughs> yes, you do have a name. Especially a for name. these types of books where, like, the name, nothing's pronounceable in, like, fantasy stuff, so it's hard to remember names because, like, in your brain, you're not actually saying it correctly. I, I love the names, or they are just, like, a twist of different things, like, um, Zade, Zadis, Saddest, um, Fury, Rage, Rage. Yeah, Torment, um, yeah. I love it. I mean, the king's name is Wrath. It's Wrath, That's Son it. of Wrath. Like, yeah. <laughs> You can't get it anymore. He does live by his name at the end of the book. Like, oh god, my freaking mate, who I love, <laughs> I will die for. I have never had this experience before. Just got kidnapped and may die. <laughs> no, but I like that they don't have, like, they don't call them mates. Like, vampires, like, warrior vamp vampires bond with people. Like, they even, like throw off this this scent that you know this cologne type scent because like they found the person that's like oh my god i need to be with this person but it's not like a soulmate type thing it's just wow you're cool i need you which i also appreciate that like it could be broken um very easily because before this i got into like a lot of werewolf fan fiction <laughs> Like, I would read the um, <coughs> books on that would go on uh, Facebook. I would read those. They're actually not bad. No, there's a lot of good werewolf fictions. And, kind of a spoiler for, um, for this series, once, like, 20 books in the future, she has a spinoff in the world of, of, uh, of the Black Dagger Brotherhood that has um, werewolf shifters. So, so they exist in this world, too. that surprise that'll be interesting to see but like when i say mate that's the kind of thing because like in werewolf like subliterature there's a lot of soulmates and mates like that and i am just like in love with that idea but i do love how um the quote-unquote maiming process is in um this series because it feels very special and you can have one um that the sky virgin um approves or disapproves but then, if it doesn't work, you are still free to lessen the bond. So here's the thing with the Scribe Virgin, and kind of why I don't like her that much in the initial books. So she kind of, well, I mean, she created the race, so I guess she has a little bit of a leeway in lording over them. But she's only super picky about who mates with, like, the King and the Black Dagger Brotherhood. Because they're literally bred to be, like, the biggest, the strongest, the protectors of the race. I have a love-hate relationship with the Scribe Virgin right now, and please note that as of right now, I've only read, like, two books, 
working on the third one, but like I have just not been in that mindset because I know um, I have a feeling of what's coming up with the third book, and I love that character so much that I don't want to see him suffer. Oh, oh, wait until you get to Fury's book. Just, just wait till you get to Fury's book. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh dear God, I'm already um, emotionally crying over <laughs> um, Sadis. See, okay, you call him Sadist. I've always called him Zadist. Like in my brain, I've always just like. I I, I know it's because it's Z and then the word Sadist, so it makes Zadist. sense that it would be Sadist. But like, I've always just called him Zadist because they call him Z, which is funny because you call yourself Z, and when you introduce yourself for the first time as Z. My brain immediately went to the Black Dagger Brotherhood. I'm just like, oh, it's Z. I mean, it does work out because you just <laughs> see um, Z as this like very male rebellious um, male. I'm just like, oh dear God, what the heck? And then you start reading more into his story, and it's just like, I can actually relate to this because he is loyal to a freaking fault. Oh, Z, oh dude, Z. Him and Fury are fucking heartbreaking. Like, they're twins. And, like, just a little bit, um... Is this, good? Is this a spoiler? Ah, fuck it, we're gonna say it anyway. Um, so, Z was kidnapped, basically from the cradle, and sold off to be a blood slave, um, which is supposed to be outlawed, but people do it because, you know, people do things they're not supposed to do. And he's, like, held prisoner for, like, hundreds of years to be a blood slave to this this woman who obviously there's you know essays and all that stuff and then like the mental trauma that that goes with that and fury goes and saves him but like in the process ends up losing his leg and z ends up being scarred for life it's they're just so heartbreaking god and just like I love at the end of the book having um, Z's reaction to having the doctor want to kill Wrath um, because um, Wrath um, released the doctor's sister from being a Bond. Well, uh, yeah, because she's like supposed to be the most beautiful woman in the race. So the scribe virgin basically said, here, you're going to marry this one and make babies with her because you'll make strong offspring. Like it wasn't even Wrath's choice. I love the ship between, I think it was, I think her name is what, Mad or something? Who? The sister. Oh, no, Marissa. Marissa, thank you. Yeah, I Marissa and Butch. Like, she just falls oh, in I love with this it. human. <laughs> I love it. I ship it. I slightly want Butch to somehow become a vampire just to complete the ship. Keep reading the books. <laughs> All I'm going to say, keep reading the books. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. But I love um, Z's response when going up to the doctor and um, just being like, I would kill for free. Yeah. But and I would be killing you for trying to, like, make me kill my brother. I love how that unfolded. Like, they shared, like, the little bits of it. So you think, oh, my God, is Z, like, actually that damaged that he's going to kill Wrath? And then, no, it's just, like, he's that fucking loyal to oh, yeah. to the crown. I he, fucking love Z. He is that freaking loyal, and he is that much caffeine gremlin energy that I just love. Chef's kiss. Beautiful writing. <laughs> Beautiful writing. So, okay. 
how much do you love Fritz? And how much do you want Fritz to live in your home and take care of you? Oh, God. Fritz was the one with the um, marriage and with the kid on the way, right? No, no, no. Fritz is the butler. Oh, God. Yes. Hi. I promise I did read this book. I am <laughs> uh, with characters. Oh, Fritz no. You're... Like, I love Fritz so much, especially when um, Beth was coming into the home um, after the whole security debacle. It was just like, Oh crap, the police are behind us! Hold <laughs> on! It just goes on full on Batman and hides. Yeah, and that's <laughs> like, I hope you have great night vision because he turns off the lights and he's just like, oh yes, madam, excellent. And just like, totally nonchalant, invading the police. <laughs> would you like us to, would you like somebody to drink or eat? Oh he's my just the police, just all nonchalant, all smiles. And he is just so adorable how he gets like so childlike when um Beth is just like wants to touch hands and wants to be very formal. It's so adorable. Yeah, so that's another thing in the series that like kind of miffs me a little bit, but it's okay because the brothers don't treat him that way. Like Fritz is what they call a doggin in in the the story. It's like they're not vampires, but they're not humans they're kind of just like the scribe version created them so that they could basically be the servants of the vampires which like you know my 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 my, my oh my god i can't think of words my modern society brain is basically like saying oh my god you created slaves for your people which is not good but but like they treat fritz like family so that's okay for sure. I don't see a lot to where they dog in, um, at least so far in what I've read. Um, I've only seen two instances of dog in, and that's with the doctor and Marissa, and then with Wrath. And both instances, the dog in were pretty taken care of. Oh, and with, um, the ones that are expecting a child in the book. Oh, yeah, Torment and Welsey. Well, Sandra. I am just so bad with names right now. It's fine. I've... I didn't. I've read these books a thousand times. I did warn that I have half a brain cell, so I mean, you'll have y'all's warning. That's okay, last episode I had my moment with the names, so it's all good. I, it, it is what it is. <laughs> it is all good. No, but oh my god. And like, my favorite line, I think, for Fritz is when, like, Butch brings um, Beth. Because like, when you're, okay, so Beth is, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Beth is kind of like a half-vampire, half-human offspring of the Black Dagger warrior Darius, who at the very beginning of the, the book asks Wrath, like, hey, can you be the person that helps her through the transition? Your blood is, like, strong. It'll give her a fighting chance because, like, all of his other kids um, basically died because they didn't have that. Um, but he is killed, like, immediately by the Lessening Society. They put a bomb in his car, and then he's just gone. So I just hated that. It's yes. Just like you're introducing this character only to have him literally explode five seconds later. Yes, but there's reasons. Or, there are reasons like for five. that. I, I, I understand, like, because spoilers for the next book, which aren't going to get, like, into right now, because, like, spoilers for the next book, and we're talking about the first book, so please forgive me if I, I accidentally say any spoilers. But, it's just like, I, oh. <laughs> They could have had a happy ch um, father-daughter reunited. You know, and, 
and you, you, you gotta get farther into the series because then we gotta talk about it. But actually, it was at the end of, of Dark Lover where we see um, Darius in the Fade, which is the afterlife um, for people, you know, for vampires and everything, talking to the scribe virgin and basically saying, like, hey, you know, I was a faithful servant of yours. I, I protected the race with honor. And the scribe virgin is like, yes, like, the way you were killed was dishonorable. I, we're, I'm going to give you a second chance. So it's actually at the end of this book. So it's not a spoiler for the next book, but she basically sends him back. Um, he has, you, know you have, I'm sorry. Oh no, no, you're fine. Um, that's when you know you have like a really good book where things just kind of flow all together. Like, it's just like, okay, where does the first book end? Where does the second book end? Like, there's not much, like it just, it, it sounds like a movie basically. Yeah. And at least the first, I think seven books that J.R. Ward wrote were very intentional with the story. Like, she knew where she was going, and, like, there's not many continuity issues with that. Um, but, yeah, so he gets reincarnated in a fashion, um, and, like, she... But they... How did she word it? She had it... She took one faculty from him, um, and he would have no memory of, of his previous life. But then in book two, we... We meet him again. And I will let you read book two. In some shape, form, and fashion. We'll um, get to book two in, like, what, two more episodes? Uh, Yes, two more episodes, and then we'll talk about book two. So, like, uh, not next episode, but the um, episode after this, we'll be talking about Lovers Eternal, so stay tuned. Yes, yes, but before I went on the tangent, I was going to say my favorite line of Fritz, I think, ever, is when Butch is bringing Beth to Wrath, because she's going through the transition, and he doesn't know. He thinks that she's, like, ODing on drugs, and that Beth is asking him to bring her to, like, her dealer so she can get a hit. And, like, it's the entire brotherhood there. So you have Rage, Torment, Z, Fury. They're all there. Vicious. Got love Vicious. Um, and he's all aggressive. He's, like, he wants to pick a fight. And Fritz is just, like... If you're going to bloody the human, please do it out back. I love that. Like, that whole scene was just one of my favorite, because you just had what yes. you just did. No, we just, like, walked into a den of, like, high vampires trying to kill and just, you know, talking about the Red Sox. Yeah. Like, it's normal. Just another day at the bar. I love that Butch and Vicious, like, formed this bromance over hating the Yankees. I loved the bromance. I am here for it. Oh. I am so here for it. I was just like, okay, I was pretty sure Butch was going to be mince me by the end of this. I'm pretty sure I was like, I was betting on Butch becoming a lesser. I was not expecting Butch to become one of the boys. No, he, see, this is the, and... I think Butch doesn't get enough credit from the people in his life, except for maybe Jose, because Butch is a detective, and his entire detective life is motivated by, like, his past. Like, his sister was basically kidnapped, assaulted, and murdered. So every time he, like, tries to solve a crime, he's seeing his sister. So he's too... He he, he would never give up his soul, because he believes in doing the right thing right but i think it is time for something new is it time for something new it's time for something new 
What? Whatever do you mean, Z? I think it's time for an ad break. <gasps> oh, what do we got? Well, today we have a ad sponsored by our friends at Amazon at um Audible Plus by Amazon. Tell us about it. What's that all about? Um. Audible Plus is one of the best ways to enjoy a ultimate ad-free podcast and audiobooks on demand, Alongs- um, alongside different original documentaries and a lot more. You can sign up at Audible Plus today at falcons.com slash H-E-A-H-A, or um, Happily Ever After Hour Audible. Um, you can click on the link in the description, if you're lazy like me, <laughs> of this podcast episode, and enjoy a huge 30-day free trial on your subscription. 30 days free! Audible, books, podcast, and more. Come on. Plus, it's like you don't even have to read. You have someone reading to you. Do you know how awesome that is? Yes. Um, after your free trial, it is $7.95 a month. Make it an amazing way to enjoy your favorite content with a low cost. Well, thank you, Z, for that wonderful little break. And uh, we can get back to the show. Yes, let's get back to talking about books. And you can tell we have never done an ad break before. So we're, I'm special. I'm sorry. I'm all like, I have no chill. I know, it's okay. Everybody knows I don't have any chill. Like, <laughs> surprise me. I, I'm like trying to like cap off my caffeine because I have been drinking so much caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> there was one night where I just like needed to focus and I could not focus. So I'm just like, oh yeah, let me go get some caffeine. So I went to like the little shop um, by campus and um, saw that they had monsters for sale. I was just like, I, I know this works for me. And I say that I had energy. <laughs> oh, was that when you were doing the newt newts to, to Pyrotol for like five minutes straight? She is awesome. Thank you. Yes. Just, I know where it's Justine, but go check out Kitty Cat 23. I was like blanking on the numbers. I knew it was like 20 something. Go check out <laughs> Kitty Cat 23 because she is epic. <laughs> oh, I just, her sound alert, the newt newt. I, I will never not hear that sound in my head now. <laughs> if you're watching this and have not um, interacted with Justine, oh. just go into her Twitch when she's streaming and just spam newt newt for us. Yeah. And she's a sweetheart, like... She's freaking amazing. I love her. She has such, like, a calm, chill energy that I just need in my life. Her and Moogly have, like, such amazing, um, energies. Yeah, everybody in the Valkans fam is just, like, super chill. Props oh, to Matt for, uh, the, the epic, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Recruiting. That's the word I'm looking for. I know words. Hashtag thank Matt, even though I just did, like, a blame Matt earlier today. It's okay, though. We, we, our, our, our blaming and thanking of Matt is very, like, emotional, and it can change in a second. Yeah, he's used to it. He, look, he probably knew this coming on when he recruited both of us, so, like, I don't think he technically recruited me. I just kind of showed him, and was just like, hi, I'm Z. 
I brought you and I'm just like, she's awesome. Adopt her. <laughs> I, I, I think I just like adopted myself into like the Valkyrie's um, like community. Like, oh, yes. I don't see a caffeine gremlin. Every good community needs a caffeine gremlin. Or, <laughs> or an army of caffeine gremlins. This is a total aside to the book, but it was really funny. Like, when Nat recruited me into Valkans, like, almost two years ago now, I think. Is it almost two years ago? Holy crap, it's almost two years ago. Shit. I was more quiet and reserved and, like, one of those, you know, chill streamers. And then the more, the more comfortable I got with everybody, it's like, oh, God, what did I do? Nat, that's what Nat's probably thinking. Like, what did I do? She's crazy. I'm introvert, but, like, I don't see it as much. But, I mean, online and offline are, like, two different personalities. Because, like, online, I am, like, more myself and more, like, energetic being. <laughs> and in real life, it's just, like, please, please, like, let me drink coffee first. <laughs> and we have established that coffee... Is, is still healthy for you, because it's, it's technically water. It counts as your water. Coffee is life. If I had it uh, cleaned right now, because I still have not cleaned it, I would be drinking from my mug. Oh my god, I broke my mug. I already broke my mug. I was cleaning it last night, and it was sudsy, and I dropped it in a bowl, and the handle snapped off. I'm going to try to fix it. It's just the handle. Oh. But I broke my mug. Uh, at least it's just the handle and it could be fixed. Yeah, I'm so sad. At, at the release of this episode, you'll probably be able to buy your own that you hopefully won't break. Yes. Please do not break mugs. We cannot um, recommend breaking mugs. No. We can, however, you um you recommend getting the Valken sweatshirts, which I got mine today, and holy crap, I am loving it. They still haven't shipped mine out yet. Matt, get on that, Matt. Oh no, Matt, it's not Matt's fault. It's not Matt's fault. Oh. The uh, the manufacturers, like, there's been some weather in the United States, so I'm not gonna like get too crazy about it. But I'm sad because I want it. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I was supposed to get mine last week, and then I was just lazy and didn't go to the post office. Because <laughs> you know, you know, things happen. Things happen. Studying for two exams in one week, and then having a paper due on the same week, because. <laughs> Oh, anyway. so, okay, crazy question. I'm going to bring it back into uh, into the book. Yes, yes, yes. Do you, are you active on TikTok at all? Like, have you joined the book talk craze? I am passive on book talk. Like, it will appear on my um, feed. Okay. But for the most part, mine are <clears throat> a little bit of politics and a whole lot of cats. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair oh, enough. God loves Stevio with his uh, medical stuff. Oh, wait, who? Uh, from the ER. I love that guy. I love that guy. I love him. Stevio, if you are watching this by chance, join us. <laughs> join us. We're crazy. But we're cool. We are. We are. But, um, also segue, Bailey Sarian, um, big fan of yours. If you are listening to this, join us. <laughs> I will, like, pee my pants. I love her content so much. I love it. Please join us. Okay, shameless. I'm, I'm shameless. But like, I've been I've been passive too, cause like introvert. I don't like put a lot of content on, on TikTok. But I was just like, hey, you know, we're doing a podcast now. I'm gonna try to be more active with the book talk people. And I put a post actually about Dark Lover. I was just like, hey, this is my jam. Um, I need something with these vibes. 
what do you guys recommend? Because, like, BookTok is great for that stuff. Um, and I got one person that commented that was just like, hey, never read it, but, like, what's your favorite trope? And I'm just like, my brain is trying to process the fact that people have not read these books. Like... That's what we're here for. We're here to, like, change it, like, open up experience. Y'all give us um, book recommendations. We read them. We give y'all book recommendations. And that's what we're here for. Just have a fun time with reading books because holy crap, I love books. But I'm trying to figure out, like, are these too old for people now? Because they, like, this one came out. When did this one come out? When was this actually published? This is copyright 2005. That's not even that long. Is that long? Oh my god, that's almost 20 years ago. (laughs) Jesus. Excuse me, I'm just going to go hide in that corner um, for a moment and just, like, have an existential crisis. Right? It's now my new mission. I have to go on BookTok and reintroduce people to the old classics like this that are apparently now 20 years old. Because how do people not know about this book? You didn't know about this book. No, but to be fair, when, um, in 2005, I would be eight years old. So, like, I think Mama Z would appreciate me reading Dark that's, Lover. That's the problem. I'm too old. <laughs> No, you're not. You're 25 in spirit. Uh, yeah. <coughs> oh, I actually did that. Um, the the TikTok. What 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 age do you look like? It told me I looked 45. No. And then I cried. 45. And then I cried, cause I'm like, I'm not even that old yet. Then I guess I look ancient. <laughs> Like, I don't want to do that filter because I'll probably get, like, 70-something. Like, go ahead, just get me a walker and just put me out to pasture. Like, heck. <laughs> to be fair, I did do it. No makeup. First thing in the morning, bags under my eyes. Like, ladies, you know what I'm talking about. That that first yeah. thing in the morning, you look like the thing that crawled out of the TV in um, the ring. The Disney princess vibe is not it. Like, the only thing closest to Disney princess, like, waking up is Anna and Frozen. I was just about to say that. That's, like, the most accurate, like, waking up ever. I'm pretty sure I've had my hair just, like, stand up like this before, even when walking. (laughs) Now my hair is all messy. It's cool. It's cool. We'll fix it. We have something going on here. I don't know what it is, but makeup's on fleek with this, like, natural look going on. Hair, we're just hoping for the best. <coughs> oh, yeah. Hair's always just hoping for the best. But back to the book. Oh, because okay. Because we are, like, super ADHD scary. <laughs> this is the fun part of the podcast, though. You got to go a little off script. Your favorite um, brother because I want to talk about this. Like, I just want to skip the other parts real quick just to like fit and girl over the brothers. Okay, so Rage is my favorite brother, with Vicious being a very close second. And I would say Torment, but I can't for reasons that I can't talk to you about yet. Um, but Rage, Rage is absolutely my favorite brother. He's this big puppy dog of a dude that can kill you with his pinky without even trying has a beast that he was cursed with on his back that comes out when he loses control but he like would literally do anything to make you happy i love rage it's it's a toss-up between rage and z because i am biased because i call myself z 
because Zyra or Z, which one's going to be like easier for people to say? Although I do find it hilarious when people like try to pronounce it. Because <laughs> I'm just like, I never thought of that before. Like it's not me making fun of how they pronounce it. It's just that is creative. I kind of like that better, but no, it's Zyra. Um, but Z is just easier for people, and I don't want to like have them freak out because like I know that if I mispronounce somebody's name, I'm going to like freak out eternally and just feel like really bad. So I don't want other people to feel that. But I love Z just because of his chaotic energy, <laughs> but also like so freaking loyal, so yeah. freaking loyal. I could get into it like next book because there are some spoilers that are just like. Holy heck, I feel this on a spiritual level. Like, okay. there is one scene that, um, in the book, a book two, that was just like, I am literally about to cry in public because I, I feel like this is something that I would personally do if I was in this circumstance. Was it, like, was it like after the party? Or like during the party? Now I'm trying to figure out what it was. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it next we'll time. We'll talk about it after podcast um, <clears throat> to avoid spoilers. Um, but I was just like, I was almost crying because it's just like, I could so freaking relate to what um, Z did in this one um, scene. Oh, now I know what you're talking about. You're talking about um, the, when they're all in the thing because you did the thing and then the, the thing. thing. Yeah. The thing the described version. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so fucked up. Like, yeah. Yeah, she's not my favorite person. I was not a fan of her in um, book one because it, it seemed like she was a little bit condescending. Like, I get it from, like, a deity point of view, how she came to Wrath. It was just like, you need to worship me. I gave you your life. You need to worship me, which yeah. I can understand. I can understand. <clears throat> um, I can sympathize because, like, it's falling apart. But, like, you need to have a little bit of empathy for this man, um, girl. Like, come on, Wrath did not have the easiest of times. He's going through some crap himself. Yeah, like, Wrath, when he was he was young, he hadn't even gone through the transition yet, which, like, turn, like transitioning into a vampire, basically for the first 22 to 25 years of your life, you're this scrawny, like, almost human thing. You have, like, no powers, no strength, you don't need blood to survive, and then all of a sudden, you're, uh, you're puberty hormones like catch up and it's just like quick change so like before he even hit his transition his parents were killed in front of him by the lessening society so like he has not had an easy life he's the batman of the vampires yeah basically i'm sorry basically but um it's just like Oh, you need to worship me more. Oh, we will do this together. I want you to be my king and my servant and my, like, one-on-one. And we're going to have all the vampires do more rituals and worship me and all this crap. And then book two happens and just like... Yeah, all I can say is out. keep reading. I wanted keep to throw reading. my book out so badly, except I couldn't do that because this is the one that I was reading on my um phone. Because mm. it's just like, I want to read this now, and I don't want to wait in my library. <laughs> so it's just like, oh, right, this is on my, this, I can rent this for free from the library app that I have. So let me just, uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, that's I'm fun. Out. I'm out of pages. It's <coughs> oh. But 
fact, if you don't want to pay yet or just want to like sample the book, go to the libraries first. And plus, they always could use like good activities and more like people coming in. And plus, libraries are just magical places. <laughs> that is true. But if you want to be impulsive um, and buy the book because it's amazing, uh, there will probably be a link either in the description or the comments. Uh, click on that and 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 purchase it because it's freaking awesome. Like I said, I've re I've read this book probably 10 times i've read the entire series like 10 times i mean do they get anything from buying with us um they don't get a discount but we uh it, it helps us so go ahead if you want to buy it anyways and help us out and support us as content creators <laughs> go ahead and get by it and so Okay, here's the crazy question. Are you the type of person that you buy the first book, see if you like it, and then you'll buy the second book, and then, like, you'll buy them one at a time? Or will you buy an entire series all at once because you're crazy? I will try it first just to see, like, if I like it, and then go out and buy the rest of the series because it's just like, ah, crap, I know I'm going to want to read the whole series in one day. <laughs> Is that physically possible? No, and Pyrotop will probably yell at me because I haven't eaten and have just stayed in one spot. <laughs> oh, I've, I've, I've had some of those days where, like, I've read more than one book and basically done nothing else. And it's amazing, which is why sometimes I'm crazy and I will buy multiple, um, you know, books at once. I, I'll buy the first and second book. I especially will buy, like, the first and second book if they are on sale. Because mm. Barnes & Noble is my weakness. Just going in there and going at, like, the $5 book section. Yeah. I love those. Yeah. I, I told Pyrotol next time we go into Barnes & Noble, he's going to have to restrain me from the book section. <laughs> I, I, I'm not allowed to walk into a Barnes & Noble anymore. No. No. I can't be trusted there. No. Not unless I have a budget. There's like, no budget with books. All, here is all the money you are allowed to spend. <laughs> Goes and doubles that. Oh. Right? I, right? I don't even want to admit how much I've spent at once on a Barnes & Noble. I think it was like almost $300. Nice. Yeah. The Barnes & Noble Challenge spent more than $300 buying books. Yeah. Do not. This was also earlier in my life before I had, like, responsibilities and mortgage payments and stuff. And please, please do not spend $300 unless you actually have the um, $300 money books. Like, can you not be responsible there? Oh, no, don't be responsible. Spend all your money on books. You deserve it. Someone has to be responsible. Pay, pay, do, do what you need to, to take care of yourself so you can read more books in the future. Yes, okay. With Within fiscal responsibility, I see absolutely no reason to not um, add to your to-be-read pile. I, I let go of all the negativity in your life where people say that you have to finish some of your to-be-read pile before you can buy more. No. If you want a book and you can afford it, buy it. My to-be-read pile is so freaking huge. It was huge before this podcast. I'm pretty sure it tripled. Oh, At least yeah. tripled. Yeah, the, uh, the, the free Kindle book day. I'm pretty sure I got, like, I downloaded, like, 30 books Ooh, that day alone. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that was fun. 
I can imagine. I had I like completely forgot what day the free Kindle day was because I was. I in, reminded like, everybody a hundred thousand times. How could you? How could you? I even texted you that morning. Free books. I was having a moment like from <laughs> yesterday um to like the beginning of last week. All kind of just like the whole weekend was just one day. Oh no! I'm sorry. Oh my god. Okay, but getting back to the book. Right? Because how many times have we done this today? Um, if you're uh, at home, feel free to take a shot of water. Um, every time. We oh. get off topic. <laughs> and actually, before we get back to the book, since we're already off topic, once again, um, thank you all for listening. Very quick ad break. Um, oh my god. I just had a swallow. Sorry. If you would like to, there's a link down in the comments section, we are now uh, affiliated with Amazon Audible Plus, one of the best ways to enjoy unlimited ad-free podcasts, audiobooks, on demand alongside original documentaries, and so much more. Um, sign up. It is a free trial for an entire month. Thereafter, it will be $7.95 per month. So absolutely no reason whatsoever why you can't give it an entire month for free. Give it a shot. See how you like it. Um, and while you get your free stuff, it supports us as well. <laughs> you get something free, we get support, and we can continue making this stuff, which we would still continue even if you did not sign up. Win-win for everybody. It sounds good. It sounds good. Um, but yes, so, back to the story uh, for just a little bit longer. What? But, did, how did you feel about the story versus Spice Factor? The story in Spice Factor was so, so good. Because, like, it wasn't in your face, and it developed so good. Um, it did not feel like a slow burn, because um, I do like those from time to time, but it felt like a natural pace. Like, it made the um, Spice, how we were spread out, felt like a natural, like these characters were real, not just, like, a fairy tale lovely. Which is fine from time to time, but, like, in this setting... The setting is kind of more real-worldy-ish with the vampires, of course. Like, vampires in a real-world nitty-gritty kind of setting. So it felt like it was a real attraction. Yeah, totally. Sense. No, 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 that totally makes sense. And I do appreciate the fact that, like, it's it's a plot-forward book. Like, at the, at the end of the day, it is, you know, a romance. But if you take all of that stuff out of it and you don't have the spicy scenes... It is still an amazing story first. And the spice just gives it that little, like, like that, that, it, it's it's the spice. It's, it's the added to it. It's not the main dish. Right. It gives you something that kind of strengthens the plot. It's not just there just for entertainment. Right. Like, going back to our previous podcast with, um... Queen of Myth and Monsters, how every single page was just, um sex both the time. Yeah, like gratuitous it, sex. It did nothing to, to enhance the plot. I am still hoping that that next book is so good. It's better. We still don't have a release date yet. Uh, but that's okay. That's okay. Hopefully it's less sex and more like plot forward like this one. But I do appreciate how it was like evolving that like if you take, like you said, if you take away all the stuff, it's a really, really good plot with some romance um, switched in it. Like, of course it's a romance, so you're going to have that, like, love, you're going to have the adult things, you're going to have the sex, but it felt 
It did feel in your face, which I appreciate. I also, and I don't, <coughs> oh, excuse me. I don't know if this is a spoiler per se, as much of like a warning. Um, J.R. Ward's books, let's just say not everyone's going to get their happily ever after right away. Necessarily. Yeah, it's a very dark series, which is why I've had to take my time with book three, because I know just from, like, book two's description of some events, because book three is um, Zadist and Fury's book, right? Uh, book three is Zadist and Bella. Okay. Fury gets his that, own book later on. I know that Zadis is going to be, is just going to rip my heart out. So it's just like... I need some happy serotonin before I get back into the nitty gritty or else I'm going to be on the floor crying in fetal position because this was so bad. Okay, so there's that. And just to tease a little bit, um, for me, at least, Zadist wasn't even the most heartbreaking part of that book. And I'll just leave it there. We'll, we'll just sprinkle a little tease in there. Something else happens in that book that wrecked me and... Yeah, so we'll just we'll, we'll just say that. If you'll excuse me, I'm going to go buy a whole pack of Kleenex and then go read the book in one day. Yeah, you have no idea. You need to read I the book to... so we can talk about the book because things happen and you need to read it. I don't know if I have time to read a full book right now in like one day, but like stop the way you're being out. smart and going to college. Just forget college. Read. Just come and read books all day. Yes. I see no bad in this. If I were talking, I'd probably just read books all day. Somewhere he's screaming at me. Oh! Yes. I can hear it. I can feel it. Paratol, Z has to be a housewife, and you need to take care of her so that she can read more. I'm not housewife material. <laughs> you know, I didn't think I was either... Until, like, I realized how much more time I would have to read if I didn't have to go to work every day. Fair. Fair. Um, There's so last... many books and I don't have time for them. One last thing um, before we left off. Theology in the story. Yeah. That was a little immense because I do appreciate, like, because I grew up religious. Um, still am in some sense. Um, but having the theology was really interesting to learn. And it, it just expands, too. Like, I don't think it's, it's not, I don't think spoiling anything to say that there's an entire, like, fallen angel, um, spinoff to the world where she, like, brings in characters. So, like, the Scribe Virgin and the Omega are basically, like, children of God. They're not, I don't think they're necessarily angels in themselves, but, like, they are deities in, in a way. But there are angels in the world. And, like, Butch, the character, who's, you know, he's from Boston. He's, like, Boston Catholic. He's very, like, immersed in his Catholicism. And, like, he, I think he asks, is it this book? Shit. I don't know if it was this book. I don't think it's this book. I won't say it yet. But, like, think, like, he's just, he's, he always embraces his, uh, his Catholicism. Mm-hmm. And, like, I do like this one better because it feels new. It feels fresh. Like, a lot of things um, 
in other things will have just like some unnamed god or goddess or some other mythology which is great i love reading about mythology i think it's so cool and so interesting um just to like learn and see and like see customs and things like that because open-minded like you don't have to practice it but at least learning about it is kind of cool um because you definitely do learn to see other people's perspectives mm -hmm. but the way that jr ward has this book is so interesting because she made her own theology more or less which is so freaking cool with its own customs yes like um i had never heard about a scribe virgin or a omega before in any like vampire fiction and a lot of the vampire fiction doesn't really have like a god just you have these godless creatures who drink from human blood but coming over to J.R. Ward series it is more um I lost my train of thought <laughs> no it's more steeped in like actual like it's a break off of what we know in theology already. Like, instead of... Yes. Yeah. It's something new. It's something refreshing. And it has its own lore and rituals and experiences. Like, you have the Scribe Virgin who created vampires um, because you couldn't have children. And the Omega who just said, screw that, I'm making my own children. And then you have the different customs that we... That aren't mentioned too, too much in the first book. I mean, you have some of the instances where Wrath will take out a black pox and um, kneel on stones, if I'm remembering correctly. Stones or diamonds? He, yeah, the diamonds, and then, you know, because, like, there's this, the sacrifice to the Scribe Virgin, because she has to, like, be the center of attention. And, uh, right. so, yeah. Right. And, um, the ritualistic, and then you also have, um, the women who serve just to um give their blood to the black brother um black oh, that's not this book that's not this book that is next book uh, we'll, we'll talk about that next book what? it's all good I thought this book. that uh we didn't no we didn't no i don't think she, they might have mentioned the chosen but we don't actually meet the chosen until the next book okay 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 yeah, there's uh, people named The Chosen in um, the next book. My bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, but, like, it's the whole thing. Like, the the the, the men of the the unions between, you know, The Chosen and Black Dagger Brotherhood are, you know, bred and trained to become more brothers. But the women are sequestered away so that they can be breeding machines to uh, create more, more brothers. It's the whole thing. We'll talk about that next book. <laughs> we'll talk about that next book. I wonder if that sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think... Because you haven't met the Glamera yet, right? You only met um, Havers. I have not met Glamera yet. <coughs> Is that even in book two? I don't even think that's in book two. But yeah, there's like a whole cast system within the vampires. Like, in the first book, we just meet the king and like the warriors and and Havers, who's like the the race's physician. And then, like, but there's, like, a whole, there's civilians, there's the Glymera, who are the aristocrats, who think that they're better than everybody else. Like, the, the, the world that she created is just so full and rich, and I like that she, like, doles it out in little bits so that she can really, like, get in depth with it. 
No, we haven't met the Glymeria, but we have met a little bit of like the citizens just in passing, and that is just a whole messed up thing about. Actually, I think that's getting into book two. Never mind. Yeah, more stuff for book two. I, I, please forgive me. I'm getting like the book is so the books are so good that they kind of just like bleed into one another and kind of just like blend into one huge story again. I love that so much. I wish that when the books came out, I was a little bit older to appreciate it a bit more. Because, again, I was, like, eight. No, that's fair. Actually, it was my aunt that uh, that found these for me. And she um, she basically gave me the entire box set of the first, I think, six books. Um, I which I still that. have. This is one of them. I but. love that so much. I love the family members that are just like, yeah, go read! There's another vampire series that, like, eventually, when you get time and, you know, finals are done and everything, uh, Janine Frost, she created an amazing series, too, and everyone needs to read Cat and Bones. Like. Is that one on the book list? I, if it's not, I will put it on the book list, because that's another amazing series where it's, like, it's new, it's fun, it's, Yeah. So that, that's another one. If you're into the, the whole vampire thing, you gotta read that. The Night Huntress <clears throat> series? That's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It's on there. It's on there. Yeah, so Bones is basically a mercenary vampire. Cat is a half-human, half-vampire that, like, has decided that it's she's gonna make it her life mission to kill all the vampires. They meet. Chaos ensues. It's fucking amazing. I love it. I love it. I love it. But I think I think we did we cover all of the uh, all the things for book one. I think so. I feel like this is um, one of the shorter episodes that we had, but also like I don't want to talk about spoilers just yet. Oh, I know. It's. I think this is also like the shortest book, just because it was like an introduction of sorts. That's fair. It was like, what, 200-something pages? Oh, no, no. It's 380. Something like that. It, I have so, the book in front of me. It's 380. <laughs> uh, it's probably just how I read it on my um, phone. That was oh, okay. Pages. Eh. But, like, yeah, because to be fair, the other ones were... Um, we had Akatar. We had Akatar. And then we had two books that were, like... 200 pages each. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... We're slipping, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Easy read for y'all, so you can keep up and don't have to, like, read within a week while we're waiting five seconds. Also, like, that's the one thing, and I, I like, love that someone made a TikTok about it. Like, people have different loves and wants in their books. Like, not everything needs to be a 700-page epic masterpiece. Sometimes you just want... The 150-page, like, happiness. Right? Like, that's what I'm looking for right now. Um, I had recently read a book that was kind of just, like, kind of witty, a little bit crude. I don't know <laughs> if it's, like, podcast material, because it's just like, okay, this is kind of just, like, I, I don't even know what to talk about on this one. But, this I mean, is it was TVMA. Kind of it's all fair game here. I mean, literally, the words, shat and pissed himself came up twice oh, okay. in the book. I'm just like, okay, this is just kind of crude. <laughs> it's funny, but crude. Like, what the heck, man? 
the heck? <coughs> oh, if you want a silly little read, it sounds ridiculous, but it's actually very cute. Um, there's a whole series of books, um, the Ice Planet Barbarian series. I think I remember you talking about those. Little, yeah, basically, like, a whole bunch of 22-year-old females were abducted from Earth um, en route to being sold off to another alien. Their spaceship, their, the, the cargo hold that they're, like, being forced into crashes on this ice planet, and then they meet the locals. And it's just, it's cute, it's fun. It's, I, I don't want to say too much more, just, otherwise I'll spoil it, but it's very cute. It sounds cute. And they're I easy just, reads. Like, I think I read two in a day. Like, I super easy. I just like, catch up on all the books that I just did not read, uh, because <laughs> either I was, like, too young. Like, I remember uh, my mom, because she was a avid reader, too, still is from time to time. She would read the um, Jamie Ivanovich series. And I was just like, Mom, why are those books? Oh, those are adult books. They aren't as good as um, Harry Potter. Oh. <laughs> okay, no magic? No, no magic. Ew, I don't want to read it. N I was also in, like, grade school at the time. So, I mean, like... See, you could have read the Jabber I bought it. Like, the Stephanie Plum series, they're fun. They're not even, like... I wouldn't even call those, like, romance books. They're not. They're silly. Um, to be fair, when I was young, I wanted all of the freaking magic. Like, I was big on magic and dragons and fantasy. That is fair. That is fair. But the, if you ever wanted to, the uh, the Plum series is, like, a good beach read. It's on my list, and my mom has some of the books somewhere, but... I wish we lived closer. I literally have all of them. I could just load them to you. Like, just come over and just start having a reading day. Like, here's some hot chocolate or tea or coffee. Here's a reading book date. Oh, legit. When I was younger, a friend and I... Uh, uh, <laughs> Let's try that again. A friend and I used to actually have, like, play dates where we would go and we'd read and then we'd talk about the book. Like, when I was 12, I was doing this. That's so adorable. I love that, though. I miss those days. We, we need to do that as, like, adults. We need to... We need to bring that back. Matt, have, like, um, Valkins Plus, um, book dates. <laughs> like, away from the studio, just, like, have Valkins Plus book dates where you can just, like, read anything you want and just, like, talk, um, about books if you want for Valkins Plus members, but, like, yeah. The, the we'll Valkins Plus book club. Oh, like yeah. the, yes. Yes. Actually, that's a yes. really good idea. We should, we, we gotta pitch that to Matt. Matt Matt's just gonna be like, what the heck have I started? <laughs> While also telling us, we can look into it. We can look into it. I say that, no, Matt is super chill. Matt is super chill. Matt, Matt is actually, we, we gotta stop propping his ego, man. It's not natural for me. That way I say things like, uh, Matt's just probably thinking, what the heck are these women doing? Because, <laughs> like, he's not like that. He's super, super chill. Nah, he loves us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's little brother. It's cool. <laughs> but I think that is going to be all for today. Thank y'all for hanging out and, and chilling with us. And 
we're like so blown away by all the support that we've gotten um for the new podcast like you guys have been amazing the first episode blew my mind when like we reached over 100 i think we reached 200 views within the first 24 hours like yeah holy crap y'all are amazing yeah so you guys are great as always put your recommendations down in the comments any any comments or you know thoughts you have maybe things that we missed things you want to discuss all the things that's the great part about books there's always more things to talk about so especially for things that we missed or things that you want to see in the next one because we will be discussing like other aspects of like future books that we can easily come in and just like retcon like oh we missed this in the first book holy crap how did we miss this thank you random viewer yeah like so many times i'll see things where people like made associations with like other crazy stuff it's just like oh well, that's cool. I never saw it from that angle before. So that's why I, I love this this setting and, and like people that love books because there there's always new viewpoints to uh to open your mind. Everyone is so freaking smart when it comes to like books that I'm just like, How did I not see that? Like you call me smart, but it's just like I will read books and see what like other people missed and I would just go back and just like read like one little detail and just be like did I miss that? <laughs> that was like right in front of my face. How did I miss that? God, I love you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, but you guys are awesome. And have a lovely evening. We will see we you will next see time. See you next time.